The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, beautiful people. This is Shit You Might Have Missed on www.flashblackradio.com. We are the usual suspects. I am Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. And to my right in the studio, I have... T-Rich. Indeed, indeed. And dialing in as usual, I have... Tay Savage. Indeed, indeed. And again, we are the usual suspects. Uh, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, sometimes you got to get your refresh on. Uh, we thank you for checking back in with us. We're ready to do this thing. Today's date is Monday, May 21st, 2018. And a lot has transpired since the last time we recorded. Um, where do we start? Do you, you want to jump in on this? White well, women keep trying to get us killed. There's that. Which, 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 there's more than one. So, which That's one? That's why I said women, all of them, it seems. Oh my Look, gosh. The video of the bitch and Adam Morgan totally made my motherfucking day. Is this I'm the not, reaching this in the car too. to pet the dog? Yes, bitch. Oh, Jesus. I'm not even aware. See, it's too many to keep track of. Like, I just found out about the barbecue Becky today. What? Look. She's been a meme for like a week. Okay. But oh, you know, yeah. what I, know what I'm not doing, and you know this, I'm not really on social media the last since. You know, but, it's been a lot of shit going on for but, me. So. But you're on a podcast. I know. So. I know. I was also posting, like, from the vault. <laughs> that bitch said, I have a connection with the animal. Oh, so she was, she was a little she was a little <laughs> off just by you saying that. She was white. Um, this is black lady. Said, okay. Oh, you brought the story up. Uh, so, this whole simple hoe reached into the car over the black human being male over the black male human being that was sitting in the car to pet the dog after she'd so been asked black, not to right after she'd been asked not to which means but i think you need to that make this she clear. approached the car with intent wait wait that we need to make this clear I'm, I'm assuming she does not know these people black woman rolls up to Adam. pick up her partner friend whatever mm-hmm. Black woman has the dog in the car. Mm-hmm. White woman says, oh, can I pet the car? Black woman says, no. Black man gets in the car. Bla- white woman starts to reach in the car over the black man to pet the dog. Black woman starts to roll the window up and says, please don't touch the dog. White woman says, I have a connection with the animal. Black woman says, please get away from my car. White woman starts banging on the window throws her bag at the van and says, I will fight you. Wow. Meanwhile, police are standing across the street it, watching it the Adams whole Morgan. thing. It right, because it's Adams Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's always police. They, they probably have bicycles, but you know. And uh, <laughs> so they handcuffed her and sat her down on the sidewalk. Oh, wow. That's more than I expected. Okay. Oh, but 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 the video of them handcuffing her and sitting her ass down on the sidewalk is just pure entertainment. Was I she mean, crying? She cries. She screams. She calls a black woman a cunt. I mean, like if you read the very smart oh, brother's really article, angry. going through it. I mean, she pulls out all of the you know white woman's you know what I'm saying like defense mechanisms to try and get out of these handcuffs to no avail. She gets no sympathy. And I feel like, you know, this this is not a mental health issue. This is an entitlement issue. This is she all felt privilege. entitled to touch that dog. She felt entitled to reach over those black people and to disobey, you know, their their really commands because a dog is property. And as a pet owner, you know what I'm saying? I you they they we get it, but they are property. So bitch, don't touch my property. And I feel like, you know. If it had been me, I might have, because the black woman actually did get out the car. I might have actually put my hands on Becky because, like, you touching my dog is like you touching my purse after I told you not to. Don't do that. I'm not 100% sure I wouldn't have just rolled up the window and drove, driven away with her arms still in it. 
I said, I'm not 100% sure. I wouldn't have just rolled up the, win- the window and drove away with her arm still in it. You feel this connection. <laughs> feel this connection, feel bitch. Like, I feel like... That's a connection for your ass. I feel like that is an assault charge waiting to happen because, like, they would be like, you weren't in danger. And they'd be like, well, I felt, I felt like I was, in danger. But, that's but, the same line that they use. Mm-hmm. I, I felt threatened. Or that's when you really want to have your dog be able to, like, bite the shit out of somebody. But again, you know what I'm saying? Like, then, then the dog, right. Then the dog looking at an assault charge. I mean, ultimately, I just, you know, I. I it know that the, the I know to. that it was handled in the correct way. Yeah, it played out the way it's supposed to. From what you're I just me. don't know. Did if it? I, see, would I have. probably would have been yelling at cops at that point. You see this whole touching my dog, and you're not gonna do nothing. You're gonna stand there. This is fucking funny to you. I just feel like I'm not. I'm not that black person that belongs in any of those situations where you know you got to be calm and level headed because like I don't actually like my personal space threatened. No. I don't want anyone to be closer than an arm's length to me. Yeah, like I actually, a white lady at the giant kept moving up with me and I I moved up and she moved up and finally I turned around. I was like, don't move up again. I'm about to step up. You you in my personal space. And she was like, oh, I didn't know it was that serious. I was like. cultural. I've read articles on that I just looked at her. No, it's not fucking cultural because they don't stand up close to each other like that. It's fucking entitlement. I move up once. I move up again and I turn and look at you and I put my <laughs> hand on my hip with my elbow pointed backwards. And if you walk into that elbow, that is your business. That's between <laughs> you and the gods you serve. I ain't got shit to do with it. I ain't going to move it and it's sharp and pointy. That look back was that warning. Like, this is for you. But yes, the Darth Beckys have been acting quite the fool. So they like Darth Rockies. What? You said Darth Beckys. The Beckiest of Darths, the Darths of Beck. I don't know. That's what I, they call I them said, on the route. No, because I was saying like Darth Rockies, but like okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, Game of Thrones. So there was right. there was that person. There was the you know Oakland cookout lady. Yeah. There was. I mean, it's really too many to remember. There's this the lady. one that called on the the black realtor who was going to like yes. check out the house, and the police showed up. Like, yeah, no, that was awesome he's not doing anything wrong. You're actually harassing him. We're going to stand here. We're going to let him do what he's supposed to do. And if she bothers you again, we're going to arrest her. And then the cop was like, and ma'am, he can take all day if he wants to. And she was upset and crying <laughs> in. And she was like, because, you know, even the, the Oakland cookout lady, one, bitch, you got two hours of your time to stand there and wait for black people's lives to be disrupted. Because she stood there for two hours and waited for the police to show up. Mm. And then when she realized, like, oh, my privilege don't work, she she cried. Yeah, she cried. Dude, you, she she looked like she came, like, she just, like, was released from, like, North Korea. That's how bad she was crying. Like, the cop, the, there was, like, a little thing where the cop was like, son. <laughs> like, for real, yo. Like, like when I tell you it was a bad cry, it's like it's like like I can't catch my breath. Like you know the little kid, you know the little kid. Like <laughs> that shit, that type of cry. Like, like you just got his ass whooped. You know you tell him to get his shit together. That type of cry, whatever. But she persi- she like provoked the whole situation. She's and when the tables sobbing. turned on her, when the ladies like, all right, so like the way you're antagonizing me, now I'm gonna do this back to you because like now you're like being. I don't want to use the term problematic. I feel like it's used a lot, but now you're being a, a jackass. You know, then she got like really threatened. I'm like, oh, stop following. Like, dude, you took something of mine. I wouldn't give it back. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She was like, you know, she was being, she, the other lady was being, you know, I think, I guess, cordial in the sense of like, okay, I see that you're a jerk, but I'm going to still be accommodating, show you like, this is my card to be here, whatever. Here and then the the white lady took it upon herself, or barbecue Becky as they call her, took it upon herself to take said card and then not want to return it. There was a student at Yale sleeping in the sleeping in, the dorm. in dorm. There was the kids who drove seven and a half hours for the college tour. The, the Native American, the Native American brothers who were from New Mexico but somehow became Mexican because you well, know, and they had dark writing on their clothes and. 
There was the the man who was walking his son in the stroller in in D.C. in the park, mm-hmm. and a woman said, "There's a suspicious guy with a stroller." His baby was too light. <laughs> oh, there's the one I just heard today. Listening to the Karen Hunter show, uh, apparently there's a, a a black guy who was driving while black, and he was pulled over for not signaling within 100 feet. And after they pulled him over. The guy, the police officer was saying, well, this is why I pulled you over. This was suspicious. And he's like, what? And he pulled like basically a leaf from his car or some type of foliage that fought, that fell on I his windshield. It fell on his windshield. And then like, because like he didn't really have a state, he's like, you need to, uh, a, a, a real like position. He made the guy get out the car and dragged him out the car. Cause the guy's like, yeah, you can test that. I don't, I don't know what that is. That's leaves that fell on my car. Basically. It was on Facebook Live. So it's just like, it's, you can't, you can't, you can't nap in your dorm. You can't go on college tour. You can't the barbecue. To call immigration on uh, the uh, what was the Starbucks again? No, it was some no, sandwich was shop. Bean or Pete's, yeah, something. Oh, like that. was that Pete's Cafe or something like that? Yes, yes. Pete's, Pete's Coffee. Coffee. Yes, yes, mm, yes. And that's why she reacted that way yesterday. They shout out. They nicely threw him a fucking taco truck party that they raised a whole bunch of money on GoFundMe and in the lobby of his apartment building had a motherfucking fiesta. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the Border Patrol agents in Montana. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Go back. So you're talking about the lawyer. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I heard. I heard they had an El Mariachi band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like Standing from on the street. Yeah. And a taco truck. He's also and, like, been banned from his office. Yeah. A bunch I would have loved to just walk past his, his his house when their Mariachi band was playing. And just go. Ah! But yeah, that would just. Been um, and then there was in Montana. I saw on Facebook today. Border Patrol agents actually asked two women in a convenience store who spoke Spanish to each other for their papers. Where was this? Montana. Wow, I thought you were going to Arizona. Okay. Yeah, you know, if you're not white, you can't leave without your slave papers. That's what, it's, that's what they pretty much saying, yo. So can we start calling the police on white people who have black children? Oh, I thought you were going to say, can we start calling the police on white, white people, people for filing false reports? Well, that too. But I mean, you know, like, you know, on, on things that look suspicious, you know, like if I see a white lady walking down the street with two little black kids, can I call the police and be like, mm, I don't know. They look too dark. I'm not sure they hers. Yeah, I don't got that level of pay. I don't know. They look too dark. We're not sure that she won't get drunk and drive them over a cliff with her spouse, <laughs> drive them to their fiery deaths. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just feel like, you know. Prevalence is real, yo. Like a personal anecdotal story, I, I can I can throw in that never made any new stories. I'm pretty sure, but it's something I witnessed. Um, was driving up right near the towers off of Sherman Avenue in DC, mm-hmm. and um, things have changed a bit over on that side of town. You uh, mean the race the race the race riot that's about to pop off at front of the towers? Yeah. That's going to be ground zero because you didn't put a a luxury high end for the whitest of whites only building across the street from the, the Howard University Plaza towers. Oh, okay, and 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 they parking lot is going to be one too. All right. I am so waiting for the white people who are really deeply disturbed, troubled, afraid by all of the blackness that is walking their way. Because, like, that right there, mm. (laughs) it's nothing but young black men in hoodies. So, um, this is like broad daylight. I want to say it was on the weekend. And um, I want to say it's me and my wife in the car. And we're, like, driving behind uh, basically this... This black dude who has a Mercedes Benz, and in front of him is this white dude who's got the full like bike rider outfit on. He's got the spandex with the helmet. The whole looks like a messenger, but he ain't carrying no bags. And the problem with this is, for those who are not familiar, in this particular section, Sherman Avenue is a one-lane stretch of road going each way. So one way each way you go. But they have a bike lane. So there's a place... For this dude with a bike to ride in the bike lane and not obstruct traffic, but no, because he is who he is, he has the right to literally hold traffic up. So the guy in the Mercedes Benz in front of me is beeping his horn, like, come on, like, 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 get out the way. And the guy's going around, like, no, and turn around, like, you know, all angry and everything, like, and then he turns around, like, man, fuck you, like, literally, 
man, fuck you. Like, you know, and they get to a stoplight. And then, like, the black dude's like, what are you doing? What does this white dude do? First thing he does. Spits? No. Pulls out a cell phone. Hello, 911. Yeah, there's this guy behind me. I was like, wow. Like, I, I really wanted to stand there. But like, nah, you were being a jackass. But I had things to do. So I was like, I'm just going to go. Just, just go around this right here. I don't I don't think this is one of those situations I need to get involved in. I don't and think see, it's a YouTube the do- moment. The dogs are going to be the real problem. <laughs> the dogs are going to be the real problem. You want to clarify? They're gonna let their dogs shit in front of the towers. They go, they're gonna let their dogs. They're gonna they're gonna walk through that little alleyway between the towers that goes down to like that that you can take that that'll take it down to the alley that is right by the nine thirty club. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be walking their dogs down there because it's gonna be like a service road to them. They're gonna let their dogs shit and piss all over that shit. And yeah, no, black people not gonna have that. Black people won't feel a way about them using, you know, their little piece of this alleyway as um, a pee patch because ultimately that's not what it is. And and I say this because we have the same problem on West Campus. We are um, at the end basically of a Mm cul-de-sac basically is, is where the campus is. And there's a bunch of apartment buildings there and white people routinely walk their dogs onto our campus as if it is their fucking pee patch. Never mind the fact that they could actually walk down to Rock Rock Creek Park or there's a couple of parks across the street, but they're not having it in those parks. You can't do that in Rock Creek Park. So they continue to come to our campus and uh, let their dogs piss and shit. And it's a problem. And they don't claim after the shit, do they? I mean, sometimes they do. A lot of times they don't. But 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 the real issue. No, you can't. But but but, and that's the real issue that like we can't sit on our grass on our campus because y'all think this is y'all dogs like little pee patch and it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like you, your problem with your urban dog is not. You know what I'm saying? Our college campus. It's just not because they don't walk down to the school field and do it. And it's also a bunch of lazy people living in apartments in a city who don't actually want to walk their dogs around the corner. So, you know, they go to the closest place possible. It's just that the problem with that is that black people don't actually like the grass that they have being used, you know what I'm saying, as y'all dog park. Because, you know, what? it's not a fucking dog park. And then the question you have to ask yourself is, would you do this on Georgetown campus? Probably not. Would you do this on Catholic's campus? I don't think so. Well, not trendy. Why do you do that here? Trinity, maybe? No. No. George no, Washington? I'm having that shit. Not George Washington? No, no because okay. GW is too urban. Oh. Just sidewalks. And apparently you can have dogs on American's campus, but I know they don't let dogs shit on American's campus. And if they allow dogs on American's campus, I'm sure they also probably have like little... uh what you call it, like little bags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but we, but we, <laughs> Howard is a dog-free campus, you know? And so then the other thing is, how is it that I as a student can't even have a dog on my own fucking campus, you know what I'm saying, as a student, but the neighbors can? That's some bullshit. Mm, sounds like there needs to be a petition. Well, you All know, jokes aside, like seriously. They don't, they don't want to rock the boat with the neighborhood. Why? What the? What are they? What are they gonna do? Who's been there longer? I don't even. I don't even understand that. Okay. We've been there since the night the the nineties. I think. I was gonna say the eighteen hundreds, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you mean specific to that particular stretch of like campus? Yeah, to that. Yeah, to that. Yeah, piece, yeah. That, that piece. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the I mean. The tension gonna be high. Parking is gonna be a problem. It's just, just yeah, be, oh. that right there. Cause nobody wants to pay for like towers parking. <clears throat> it's gonna be all types of bad. Yeah. Speaking of the changing DC environment, the Washingtonian <laughs> decided to, on their Instagram page, put up pictures of people who live in the city. With, I'm not a tourist, I live here. The problem Uh-oh. is all of these people lack melanin. 
Just mm. imagine why he helps. So then, um, what is this guy's name? Tony something. I don't remember his last name. Sorry, Tony. I'm going to see if I can pull it up on the Googles whilst I'm talking. Um, Decided to like, hey, let's come up with a, you know, I'm a DC native photo shoot and do that by Union Market. The irony. Um, I'm not interested if you're a DC native. I'm interested if you're a current DC resident. Because I saw a whole lot of D.C. natives that look like they live in Maryland upset about this. And I was just like, mm, but you don't live here. So what you talking about? I think it was kind of less about like D.C. native per se. Um, and just wanting to say like, you know, the people that you put in this IG page, put on this IG page, you know, they are not representative of, of what the city is. You know, if the or city is 44 percent black and 40 46% black and 44% white, then why isn't that reflected and, in what you have on your Instagram that's page? That's the flip? That's how, how much is flip got? Yes, yes. And what? <laughs> Yo, I know it's because, come on, like I know it's been changing. We had these conversations years ago. We have to ask ourselves is who the fuck is the Washingtonian even for? Yo, I didn't realize the flip was that crazy, son. I I honestly didn't. You didn't realize. Yeah, see. Yo, no, no, no. No, time out. I've been through the city. I've seen a lot of different. I just didn't realize that that's how much of a flip it was. Them motherfuckers live in Anacostia. They east of the river. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Homie, look. When When I saw. Southwest. No, when I saw a chick walk. I mean, Southwest now is not Southwest. What do you I mean, but that's what I'm talking about. Southwest when I was teaching in Southwest. Like, you didn't see. It used to be just warehouses and uh, bad strip clubs. And that McDonald's right down the corner. Even even down by the waterfront, you wouldn't see people by the Southwest. But I saw. When I saw. When I saw a white chick walking her dog on Good Hope Road, I was like, oh. Well. Put down that flag. I'm just waiting for the riots. Yeah, it's uh. It's gonna flip back in like ten years anyway. When the riots come, <sighs> yeah, I was gonna say when these bammers decide they want to have kids and decide they want to move out to like like you know like wooded areas and shit. No, that's just gonna create abandoned housing. I'm not okay. I mean, but that's kind of like the cycle that happens though. So, I just kind of feel like that's what's going what it's gonna be. I did have to laugh. That was this meme. Suge Knight, like, yeah, people from D.C., if you tie your neighborhood being gentrified, white people going to your grocery stores, walking their dogs in your neighborhood, move out here to land over. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, that's too funny. Suge Knight memes for a minute now, I'm man. I'm going they did somewhere that for where white people are never going. Baltimore. Oh, they're in Baltimore? Oh, they're there. They're heavy in Baltimore. They're heavy around Hopkins. They're also heavy right down by the harbor. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, they probably ain't heavy around I'm like North Ave. Nah, but. I'm going. <laughs> nah, I'm taking Park my Heights, ass. Nah. Over. I'm taking my ass over by Coppin State. Okay. But they in the city though. They in the city. I, I, this is just like a spread, you know. But like, yeah, I didn't know. It was like, I didn't know that was the demographics that flipped that much. Yep. Yo, speaking yep. of speaking of speaking of um. Represent representation and basically taking something and flipping it. What did y'all think of the? the uh... Don't say it. Okay, I won't say. It. You knew I was about to say, it, didn't you? What? Because I feel like I don't know. Well, she knew I was about to say. You should say it now. Now that I was about to bring it up, you told me not to say it. But Christy asked, "What?" I'm not gonna say it. I feel like you should say it. The white woman that redid this is America. Indeed. Less than a week after Donald Glover oh, did his. I was click on that shit. I was like, I'm not giving you clicks and, and, and views. Well, I didn't actually watch it on her, which called I watched it through Jesus and Mirror, which is I just I didn't watch it on anything. Um, she was the same one that a few years ago did a video fat shaming people. Now, did I she? Don't the, mm-hmm. I don't feed the white mm-hmm. Okay. I Honestly, I'll be, I'll be 100% transparent. I've seen a few of her videos. I was aware who, he, who she was. So... When I was watching the clip through Jesus and Nero, when she said this is America, I said, like, "Oh, that's old girl from the videos on YouTube." So I wasn't, I wasn't aware who it was in particular. And I've, I've seen a couple of her videos. She has a stick, and she has a, she has a lane, and she just departed heavily from that lane. I've seen some videos that I thought were entertaining from her, but Mm-mm. this right here showed just how tone deaf 
some people can be. Like, yeah, to see that and to think that you can inject yourself into the conversation. Sometimes people have to learn that. So like, you have when this to explain happens. it. I don't know. We don't. That know bitch what okay. hobby is being internet famous, and yeah. so I'm going to have to call bullshit. Okay, so I'm going to have to call bullshit on tone deafness. I'm going to say she intentionally provoked motherfucker so that she could get some views because mm -hmm. she wants that video clicked and for the people who are entertained by it they'll click through and watch the rest of the shit and for some people who are horrified by it they'll click through and watch the rest of the shit so they can hate watch the shit too that bitch intentionally I think that's oversimplified reaction I think that's oversimplified I think she thought she was doing something like I think she was inspired it's kind of like when Jay-Z and Kanye did the whole Otis track and then everybody in hip-hop decided they wanted to do an Otis track I think it's kind of like one of the things she saw. Like, oh, wow, this is amazing. I wonder if I can put my take and spiel on this. And it just didn't work. Sometimes that happens. Um, so essentially, I can't remember what her name is. I apologize offhand. Don't matter. Uh, but it is, a, it is a woman who is famous for having a YouTube channel. Being where a she troll. basically, I didn't look at her as being a troll. I haven't seen all her videos. I've only seen a few. And that's through stuff that was... On other people's Facebook pages, so it's not like I sought her out. No, she's fucking rude. The only other video of hers I know, the one where she became known to me, mm -hmm. is when she was doing this video where she was just like fat shaming people. I, and I was like, you know what? And when I saw her face, I was like, oh, you that fat shaming bitch? Nah, no clicks, no views, yeah, none of that. I didn't say I didn't see that video, so I, I, you know, that's cool. I mean, I I didn't see that, so I'm I'm I won't defend or you know, I'm just saying. Um, so basically, as we know, Donald Glover, after appearing on SNL as the host and also musical guest as Childish Gambino on SNL, you know, one-upped himself by then releasing This Is America, Internet Went Crazy. He had all these people doing these dissections of what things definitively were inside the video, which I think is nice, but also dangerous because... If he doesn't want to f define definitively what things are and specify all the aspects of his video, I don't think we should make that mistake. So there's a mm -hmm. lot of Which things. Which we already knew he wasn't, though. From mm -hmm. the moment I saw it, I was like, we're just going to have to sit here and speculate and try to figure out what this means for ourselves because yeah. he's never going to say it. Yeah, but well, there were people like, well, Donald Glover is representing America. Is it? Not necessarily. That's 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 how this is how art works, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The reality is art that is created and released to the public is for public consumption, which means it is for public comment. No, that's and not what so I'm talking about. That's the, I, the, the, the public commenting on it. I'm fine. What I'm saying is there are. But that's what critics do. Critics yeah, it wasn't even a critic. It was, I think it was people trying to be analytical and say, this is what this is. And like for you to say. But then I'm going to have to stop you on that and say, everybody is a critic. But we I'm not challenging that. That's not, that's not my, the point I'm trying to make. What I'm trying to say is sometimes when people try to put a definition on things, they limit that thing from being anything else. And that's the problem that I had. That's what I took umbrage with. So by saying that Donald Glover was representing America in the video means that he couldn't have just been a black man in entertainment. Or it couldn't have just been like, oh, this is how black people feel. It's like it's, you're saying he's specifically this one thing. When he could have been all those things. But by you saying in this video that you're feeding to other people. So it's, it's kind of like on the same plane, but not as egregious as what the lady did. But it's kind of like, you know, you're basically trying to take his message and then make your little spin on it or whatever. Which just enjoy and say, this is what you got from him. But don't say this is, this is definitely what this is. Because you don't know. You're not him. There are things as an artist he probably just did instinctively. He might not know all the things that came with it. Because I've done that. As an artist, I'm pretty sure you've done that with your poetry before. Both of you. I know you write too, Christy. So I'm pretty sure there are things that you've written before and gone back and look like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that, that was in there. So that's all I'm saying. So I mean, if he's not going to tell us anything about Teddy Perkins, we're not going to tell us about <laughs> this video. And we're never going to know about Teddy Perkins. But so she did this spin to what, make it like feminist or something, I think I read. There was that. But it was, it was, and then she tried to be very inclusive to like, you know, all in all like you know different people and the, the way she did it like so when you look at it you can tell that she put some money into it because like she got a space that was not the same but it was similar enough to the video that was large enough to basically put pans in she had people like you know she had multiple people in the video she had like handicapped and like disabled people in the video she had a tap dance sequence which was like very just bad taste 
Like, yeah, but it's like one of those things in her mind. That's why I said, I think she thought it was a good thing. She's like, yo, people don't know I can tap dance. I'm going to blow their mind with this shit. And she had a whole tap dance number. Like, yeah, I did that. You know what I'm saying? And the rapping was really bad, but she was doing it forcefully and emphatically. I think she thought she was doing a good thing. It just wasn't. So I, I can't give her a pass for her just being tone deaf. I think that's what it was. But tone deaf also relates to privilege. A lot of times when you are privileged, you, you can't see how tone deaf or understand how tone deaf you are. So my thoughts on that lady and her videos, like a Tootsie Roll pop, you never know how long. <laughs> Just like you never know how many licks it takes to get to the center. I You'll never know once. my thoughts on that because I'm never going to watch that shit. I counted once when I was a kid. I bet you did. Yeah. Because you're that person. I'm a Virgo. Um, Curious. Okay. It paused. Like, okay. I'm sorry. So... Against all Hotep recommendations. Oh, shit. I watched The Royal Wedding. Why is a Hotep recommendation? Because Hoteps don't want you to watch a black woman marrying into the greatest colonizing nation in the world. Okay. Oh, well, I'm not Hotep. I didn't watch that shit either. Yeah. I, I mean, watched I, it. I, I slept. I wasn't going to wake up to watch it. I'm not hating on anybody who did. I just, I, 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 I slept. I'm just not. I'm not either, but um, I don't know if it's because you know I'm I'm engaged and I'm all swept up in like wedding shit, whatever. I don't know, but I turned on the TV and I was like, "Oh, look at this! Here it is. Let me see what her dress looks like. Oh, well, let me see what happens next. Let me see what happens next." And next thing you know, I was five episodes deep. It's like a love and hip hop, love and hip hop marathon, and so I just watched the whole thing. I thought it was quite black. And I actually Can you enjoyed that. Next, I saw your I saw your your mess, your your post on on Facebook, but yeah. I, I didn't have any context for it. Can you explain what you what you meant by that? So I um I've never seen a full royal wedding, mm-hmm. but since it's you know a little stuffy, a little white, I imagine they all pretty much flow the same way. Mm-hmm. And based on the faces that some of these people were making in the audience, some of the decisions that Meghan Markle made. Were things they had not witnessed in right, person. They never had a black woman plan a wedding before. That's and what so happened. The reality is, she had to stick to the she had to stick to the Anglican protocol. But uh, she brought in a gospel choir, and she had her. You know what I'm saying? She brought a, in a, a minister from, from Chicago, Chicago who, who is, you know, doing social justice hard. So you know, he gave like a she sermon that had in, like Martin mentioned Martin Luther King and slavery and. Uh, Bombs in Gilead, and I was like, "Lord, uh, is Karen Clark Shed about to come out?" Is that right? No. So, 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 so he, you know, like, like basically all of the elements of a service that could be super blackity black black, she brought in. So, like, they were a little shocked at the fact that they got a heavy dose of black church. You know what I'm saying? At their whitest moment, and that is something that I think that they found really jarring. And I think that we also have to acknowledge that this is a society who, for all of the post-colonial literature that has come out of the colonies and out of London and out of Birmingham and all of these places where all of these people from different parts of the empire have come to live in the motherland, you know what I'm saying? The reality is this is a society that does not actually talk anything about slavery other than, you know, their role in uh, abolishing slavery. They don't talk about the four or 500 years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that they, that the they deep systematically, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause the reality is the Spanish and the Portuguese had slavery going on. Don't get it fucked up. But the English came in there with like German efficiency and were like, we're going to make we'll this see what a real doing. motherfucking industry. Let's like y'all been doing this wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they they did it so good that they were like oh so Spain Portugal I mean I mean I know this is you know y- y'all shit that you originated but like we got some room on these boats over here if you need us to transport these these people for you from Africa because like we we got you on that and they were like really and they were like really so 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 they took them up on that offer because you have to remember that this all of this colonization is happening after the British defeats the Spanish Armada. So they are the Navy that is dominating the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they letting the little, they, they, everybody else is getting their cast offs, basically. You know what I'm saying? That's why 57 countries around the globe speak English. 
you know what I'm saying? And maybe 20 something speak French and they all like, you know what I'm saying? Clustered together and they small minor islands that nobody gives a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? But like the reality is this is a society that has never openly discussed how all these brown people got to their country. You know what I'm saying? For all of the, the UK, you know, we want to, you know, close our borders and we don't want these immigrants here. You know what I'm saying? After they don't Brexit. really. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But, but, but even leading up to it, all of this racism that comes out of the UK is because there is no acknowledgement in their history books or in any part of their culture of the fact that all of this that you have here, all of this industry, all of this middle classness, all of this wealth that you have here, this is good sugar, you know, plantation, tobacco, you know, like this is slave money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And this is colony money. And the reality is you got all of these Indians here, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all at one point in time thought that y'all were going to own all of India, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And have no repercussions. And I think the other thing that they don't acknowledge is that in the same textbooks, because many of these people who are still under the Commonwealth system have to go by what the UK actually sets as far as their educational standards are concerned. So even in the colonies, they don't actually know a lot about their own history unless they're their own families that they come from or in, up on their own interest. They become super nationalistic, you know what I'm saying, and want to figure out what is the history of their particular territory. But the reality is none of this is acknowledged, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so... All, there, there's a lot of people who buy into, oh, you know, England is the motherland, but nobody is really asking themselves why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we all, you know what I'm saying? You know, like like they they have, you know, I'm going to take Jamaica as an example. You know, you got all these people living on these estates, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, make rum and everything like that. And it's like, but these are old plantations and this money, this profit is going back to the UK. You know what I'm saying? So we don't actually acknowledge how not only do is this whole empire you know what i'm saying built on slavery and genocidal colonialism but it is also still the profits from the businesses that continue to exist still go to the mainland and you can't tell all these people that you should want to be like us and then be surprised when they show up on your shores yeah And another thing we have to acknowledge is the fact that all of these brown people are in the UK because after World War II, when their whole population was decimated and they were trying to figure out how to rebuild their country, they asked some people to leave their homelands and come to, you know what I'm saying, the UK to rebuild their country. And now they're mad and they don't want them to, they don't, they don't want them there no more. Mm -hmm. But, But you can't tell people where the gold standard of how to be, you know what I'm saying, and be surprised when they show up like, well, we want a piece of that. And I think what Meghan Markle brought to them was, you know, well, this is the reason why all of these people keep showing up and knocking on your door because slavery, colonialism, you know what I'm saying? All of this super blackity blackness, you know what I'm saying, comes from the fact that we live under this colonial system. And I think that's just the expression of super blackity blackness is something that, you know, that's American. Mm-hmm. People come to America to find, you know what I'm saying, their blackness or their Asianness or whatever it is they are. I'm not saying that, you know, that pride doesn't exist in other places, but I'm saying that a lot of people look to the American black freedom struggle for how it is that you reclaim your brownness. And so Meghan Markle bringing that to their shores, you know what I'm saying, at what they consider one of their highest, you know, like secular British religious traditions, you know what I'm saying? And not just the actual fact that, you know, the, the, the queen is the head of the church, but the fact that we have to talk about, you know, culture, deeply ingrained cultural things like that are actually secularly religious. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, people in the UK who are actually proud Britons didn't line up and dress themselves in flag suits, you know what I'm saying? And dress up and wait for days to have good seats because, you know what I'm saying? This wasn't a a, a spiritual experience for them. It was, you know what I'm saying? And so when you, you know, tarnish, you know what I'm saying? Or you actually bring down to reality, you know, like people's belief system, that's jarring. There were definitely some, Interesting faces for some people who had never witnessed that. And uh, I mean, you can see that they were visibly uncomfortable and did not know. How did the groom? I mean, the the groom was like, I. This is what I'm here for. I'm here yeah, for her. I heard, I heard, she want to have this black minister. She want to have this choir. She want to have this black cellist. You have all that, babe. Yeah, she had that sprung Have at. No, no, it was, no, <laughs> no the, the, the cellist was amazing though. He was like 19 years old. Okay. 
um, black chalice. And he was just like, have at, I don't care. I'm like fifth in line for the throne. Ain't never going to be the king anyway. What you want, bae? What you want? Today heard, is your he day. Said, heard, he was like, he biting was like, his wow. lip. I heard he was he like, was, wow, when she came out in the dress. He was like, you look amazing. I'm so mm-hmm. lucky. And he bit his lip like, you know what, Terry? You must say that shit up. The little lip bite. And I think the thing that's really jarring to a lot of the people in the UK is this is the same dude who wore a Nazi costume, you know what I'm saying, for Halloween and thought that it was cute. Mm-hmm. So so to be doing something like this where he's like, oh, I'm going to allow her to just like spread her blackness all over this place. Like- Have at. <laughs> and then, because he's apparently super gangster, he invited his ex. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, and that bitch didn't have a date. Now I don't know if it's because they didn't let people have plus ones, or because either. she just didn't have a date. But that she bitch showed was up. So would, would the date show, have showed up? Like, she, well, like, one, I was like, stage with the prince with? That was my. Co- I was like, so if they invite you to the royal wedding, I feel like you can't say no. But I feel like if I'm this person who everybody knows we were together, and I was like, nah, I'm not really interested in being like you know princess or duchess or whatever, and we broke up, and then I got, I was like, but if you gonna go. You gotta adopt your 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 Queen Elizabeth. You gotta learn how to just sit there. No face. You can't show happiness, sadness, joy, glee, disgust, nothing. You just have to sit there stone faced. And she didn't. And they caught her. Oh, she didn't? They caught her at a moment. She could have been making a face for anything, but the problem is they caught her like clutching pearls. <laughs> Caught a clutch of pearls. They caught a clutch of pearls oh, and man. making that face like soft. soft. Could have oh, been me. And they ran with. <laughs> they just was like salty white bitch right here, clutching her pearls. Look at that. Look at that. Like, oh, I feel sorry for her because she might have actually been having a moment of joy. Who knows? We'll never know. Mm. What I do know is they're going to make black gingers. Yes. They're going to make a bunch of heavily freckled black gingers. Also, can I just say, I'm really glad that it's the white side of her family that's messy. Everybody's been saying that. What? <laughs> what the kid just said. That it's the white side of her. I'm happy that it's the white side of her family that's messy. Oh, acting like some trash. Man. I am coming. I'm not coming. I'm writing a book. Her I ain't her seen her in 20 years, party. but I got a lot to say to her. I'm having a heart attack. I can't come. I'm coming. I'm not coming. I'm setting up paparazzi pictures. Meanwhile, mama... Black woman, dreadlock social worker. You don't hear none of that. Love it. From Compton. Love it. So thank you, Marco. <laughs> and I, so, so as much as I'm not interested in, you know, like, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a huge deal because, I mean, you know, these motherfuckers decided to Brexit. So like, you know. Clearly, the royal family on some levels is way more progressive than the actual people um, of the UK. But um, I also would like to say that I feel like this does prove, though, that, you know, billionaires like black women because they're grownups. Was that the quote? I mean, he may not be a billionaire, but I feel like he got billionaire type of responsibilities and duties. Yeah, this is a duty. Uh... So is this also like like a shout out to Serena's dude who I didn't know was from the Washington D.C. area? Um, well, no, just there was a, there was an article that came out a couple years ago um, about about billionaires dating uh, black women, and there was a, a quote from somebody e. that supposedly said mm. that uh, billionaires date black We're women not. because. They like they, they like grownups. They're fiercely protective of their men and their men's assets and their interests. And like, you know, basically really rich, successful men understand how important it is. And they want that. And I feel like, you know, Meghan Markle is, you know. I also think that quietly we're just desired whether or not people like to openly admit it or not. You know, they might have things to say about us in open spaces. But be kind of close A to white girl, I went ride to the ride. A white girl I went to school with told me one day that her biggest, like, what she wanted more than anything was a mixed baby because she thought it would be so pretty. So I feel like, you know, there's some of that going on, too. Girl. You got to raise people, that mixed baby, though. You got to know how to send that, that mixed baby out into this society that you have no knowledge of. You have, no, you have knowledge of a specific subset of society. But the, the evangelical one, Christians have gone out and adopted African babies by the dozen. So, you know. 
You know, evangelicals are different types of evil assholes. <laughs> I don't even understand like what I, I frequently use the phrase "you and the God you serve." I don't even know. It, it feels like politics are way too heavily ingrained in their brand of faith. You know, the whole idea that Donald Trump gets the spiritual mulligan. What the fuck does that mean? And who are you to give mulligans to anybody? Wait, mulligan for what? For cheating on which wife? Oh, for the Melania Trump thing, for the Stormy Daniels thing. Now, you know. You mean Melanie? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, nah, you, you know people are so so convicted, you know, when things pop off in terms of moral outrage and all these Dude, things. Fuck Stormy Daniels. What about the well, 1.6 million? Trump what about the 1.6 million to the undisclosed woman who, you know what I'm saying, there's also probably an abortion involved with that? I mean, I'm pretty sure if you dig... Lies by the fake news media. If you you dig, you could probably find more information. You probably don't even have to dig. You probably only have to scratch. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. there were a lot of open cases of like just sexual harassment against Trump when he was being nominated for president. Oh, he's a racist. Yeah, so I'm just saying like, like, you know, so like a lot of... But the whole point is having all this information clearly at your disposal and for you to say he gets a spiritual mulligan... But then all these other things you're supposedly outraged about. I, I just don't understand. Yes, she do. No, I don't. Yes, do. <laughs> I don't. What you Man, do, I'm not, you do. I do, but they I don't. Are, uh, do. They are. They are. You know how I am about this, principles. This, this is they about holding principles. on to the don't. idea of America as a place where white men can prosper. You know what, man? Can we talk about these white men for a moment? Feel free. Because there was another school shooting. Son. Was it Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the in guy. Texas, yes, in Texas, in Santa, Santa Fe High School. Yeah. And the guy who decided to unleash his wrath was basically upset because a girl he had been asking out was not interested in him. She kept telling him it's no. Like the one she in kept Maryland. telling him no. And she embarrassed him in front of the class. And so he decided to like kill her and a bunch of other people. Which brings up not only the idea of just like how we have a problem with guns and like toxic masculinity, but this um incels. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Mm-mm. Incels are involuntary celibates. It's like men that want to be with women but can't because these women aren't interested in them. And so they're celibate, but it's not by choice. Mm. And so then they're dicks. And there's like these whole... No pun intended. Right. And and I would just also like to to, to interrupt here and say that they want a certain kind of woman. So it's not that they want just a woman and there are no women who are interested in them. They feel like they are entitled to basically whatever kind of woman they find most attractive. Mm, so it's not quite the whole argument that we've been having online over the last five years about black nerds and stuff like that. I mean, it is, well, I said, no, I think I black nerds. I, 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 like, I thought we could no, tie I think that back into I the whole No, I think it is kind of tied to it, but it's having. also this idea of, I mean, there's sometimes when, because attraction is what it is, there's sometimes when you're attracted to somebody who's not attracted to you. Mm-hmm. That is life. That's how that shit goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you just move on. And these people, though, have this problem with moving on. And it's like, oh, well, I'm attracted to you and you're not attracted to me, but you're attracted to this guy. So that makes you like a horrible person. You're a slut. You're a whore. You deserve to die. And there was this whole thread on... I don't know where it was. I don't want to. I don't want to call it Reddit. I don't want to say that's where it was. I don't remember where it was. Mm-hmm. But there was this guy who posted this thing and was saying, um, he's like, yeah, you know, I was at the the train station, um, subway, metro, whatever, and I asked this young lady for directions, and I noticed her body changed. And when she, you know, she gave me the directions and she walked away, and so I followed her, and I noticed her Orange looking. Jones over there? No, wait, 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 wait. I noticed her looking over her shoulder and, you know, I wasn't right up on her. I was a distance, but I was still following her. And it's something that's just so amazing to see how her gait turned from like a confident woman to that of like a scared fawn. And she started walking faster and the faster she walked, the faster I walked. And I highly recommend that all of you all do this, particularly at night, just so that you can see the fear in her body. 
That's the type of shit. That's very predatory. And they're like, oh, but you're not really saying anything to her. You're not touching her. So it's not rape, but you still get to get off on scaring the fuck out of her. Oh, shit. Okay, so I got to talk to you about a story I just heard today on the radio, too. But uh, we're good. Yeah. I I just see, I feel like this incel culture, though, I feel like porn is a big part of that. I was thinking the same thing. and I feel like the problem with that is that there is a particular type of woman that they find themselves only being able to attract, be attracted to. And so I feel like instead of like a lot of like, I feel like there's a lot of people who probably fall into the incel category who ha- were they teenagers 20 years ago or before the Internet and social media, they would have probably most likely found women in their social circle you know, mm-hmm. or in their environment who they would have been attracted to and allowed themselves to be attracted to and been attracted to the fact that somebody was attracted to them because there was less porn out there. I think when the only, you know, It's so easily of, accessible. Yes, and yeah. I feel like... The, you had to work back in the day. We were young, you had to work for that shit. Right, and I, <laughs> I feel like the only object of your sexual desire and gratification, which is so easily fed because you can get to this through porn, you have in your mind that there's only a certain kind of woman who is attractive. And I feel like the other problem with that is that these men, these incels, is that they're creepy. Mm-hmm. And they're creepy because the reality is you think that all vaginas are property. You know, and that you're entitled to access to all vaginas because they in their minds feel like they should have whatever alpha males have. And I feel like that 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 there's there's porn, there's social media, there's, there's a whole bunch of it's things. It's like lack of socialization skills. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you yes, don't you don't know also, how to interact with people. So, like, that's then, another reason that people are like, no, nah, I'm not interested in you, you creepy dude. Then, I'm going to say something that is not politically correct at all, but it's just socially, it's the reality. You can't be at the bottom of the social totem pole and be aiming for the very top of the social totem pole with no social skills at all and feeling entitled to a whole group of people as if they're not actually human beings. Sure you can. Isn't that what all the movies do? All you do is take off your glasses. Can't buy me love. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, look, it is. There's like you're at the bottom of this social That's like revenge of the yeah. nerds. And no, I'm not. I mean, I'm I understand what you're saying. But not nah, revenge Real, of the realistically? No. no. But That's not what the 80s soldier. Well, well no, in the, the 80s, 80s also soldier. told you that it was okay to stalk women. Huh? That the 80s also told you. The 80s soldiers like rape was okay. To, to stalk women because it, because if you stalk them, you know, with 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 endearing intentions in mind, That's you enough. know, then surely they would have to come around to your romantic gestures. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I no, don't disagree with that. You're just creepy. Yeah. Revenge of the nerds. Um, before I get to this last thing, so I think it's about time to. That whole rape thing. Not just that. The whole the whole movie, if you think the, the whole the, series about, movies, series yeah, of yeah, movies. But like the, the first one was the precedent, though, right? So basically, you had these quote unquote nerds, and only two, well, actually three of them, four of them were actually smart. You had to do with the crazy hair. You had the two main nerds, and you had the little young kid who was like like twelve years old. But everybody else, they were just like socially undesirable. Mm-hmm. Had the nasty dude, had the gay dude who happened to be black. Let's just fill two quotas at once. Uh, like you had like one or two other people that were part of the group, and they had nowhere else to be accepted. So the black fraternity, with all the like the strong, quiet, like you know, intimidating black men, pulled them into this fraternity, whatever. Lambda, lambda, lambda. I still remember that shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had this whole thing where they compete and they do these Olympics or whatever. The gay dude has a really gay javelin that he throws and somehow wins. And the, the and everything about the movie is offensive, but the 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 biggest part was that this guy impersonated somebody else with a costume and had sex with this dude's girlfriend under pretense that he was somebody else. And then she was mm-hmm. somehow magically cool with it because he was so good at what he did. Mm-hmm. And that's all nerds think about is, you know, sex and, you know, nerd stuff. So it was okay. And she was okay with it. And that's eight. Because, of course, orgasms are the only thing that women are interested in, orgasms. I don't even life. think in the 80s people really cared about women having orgasms, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was even a thing. 
It really wasn't. I I know, and I know it's like a, a couple of weeks behind because this was like the whole big thing, the whole conversation that came out after Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever, with the This Is America and, mm-hmm. you know, who he dates and who he procreates with and black nerds and their inability or unwillingness to find someone who is equally yoked with them. And so I got to. Whatever the fuck that means. Well, it means, uh, you know, there's this this concept of like, quote unquote, black nerds. Like, oh, I, that's the same idea of the incels. And it's no, like. I'm talking about the equally yoked part. No, and I'm explaining it to you. I've used that term before. Yeah. That's why I chuckled. Uh, yeah, and so it's, I'm, I'm not instead of saying like, I want to date up five rungs. It's like, okay, well, this is where you are on this ladder. This girl is right here on the same ladder and she's interested in you, but you're not interested in her because you want to date up. But you feel like something is like the world has done you some wrong because you want to date here and you don't want to date here. So now, since she's not interested in me, I have to go date a white woman. And then the other reality is the girl who you want to date up to, the one who's out at the club doing this, doing that. Like, she don't give a fuck about you and your video game. She ain't never going to sit down and watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing about your life interests her. And also, I mean, it's okay to be a, it's okay to be a nerd, but you have to realize not everybody's gonna be interested in, in in the shit you're interested in. And if that's all you're bringing to the table, and if that's all you're interested in doing, like you have to be you have to expect that you're not gonna get a whole lot of shit. Like, right? Cam is a nerd, and right. Cam was like, "Let's look at some anime," and I was like, "All right, no, I'm not interested in this." <laughs> Uh, let's not do this again. And he was like, okay, cool. But if you're just like, oh, I want to watch anime. She's not interested in anime. Or I want to watch comic book, look, read comic books. And she's not interested in that shit or play video games or whatever, you know, other things you guys do. <laughs> and then you just want to be like, that. right. You want to be like, she's not interested in that. that. So I got to date a white girl. Like, mm. But I mean, I've also read some articles written by black girl nerds, you know, and listened to some podcasts that are hosted by black girl nerds. And they talk about, you know, how these blurs like, you know, you, you OK, fine. You're all into video games, but nigga, you got one controller. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm asking you, can you buy another controller? Can I bring my controller so we can play together? No. I want you to come over here and sit for five right. hours and, and watch me play. Yeah, okay, so okay, so I I'd like to interject on a couple. Okay, so first of all, like I have two controllers. Just saying, I don't really play my PlayStation as much as I used to because grown man shit. But I digress. Um, you got God of War on the screen right now. I do. And who, who <laughs> did I not borrow that though? You did. You exactly. borrowed it from my nerd. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because we family. Uh, so. Um, Go ahead. Where do you think you got a lot of shit from? <laughs> so um i would like to say that like I, the culture shifted with, when it comes to video games because now people can find people to play with online like world of warcraft people like have clans with people that they'll probably never meet because they might be in another country and people are totally cool with that i have a a cousin um who's like 16 17 years old years old now who's really into anime and she found a lot of her friends online and she actually met up with some of her friends, some of them like from Canada, some from the middle of the country, but they've met up at conventions and stuff like that. So people's interests allow them because of the way the world is now with the World Wide Web uh, and the culture and how everything converges on the Internet. It enables people to only need one controller. Now, if you're going to have somebody that's a couple doors down, if they want to bring their controller over, I don't understand why that would be a problem. If you want but- somebody to touch your genitals, you need to have two controllers. You know, and the reality is, you know, and and it's not about having two controllers. It's about the mentality that comes from being able to say, yes, I can share my game with you. Because I, 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 while I'm not into video games, I totally understand some aspects of the culture. So I get that there are people who game together and they will never meet each other in person and they don't live together. But the other reality, you know, to the incel crowd, you know, and to the blurs is that like those people can't touch you. You know, so like you do have to actually develop some social skills. And I feel like, you know, the toxic masculinity plays into this because it's like the women are supposed to be doing all of this emotional work that they somehow don't even seem to understand exists. Hmm. You know, like like you like 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 and then so then 
the toxic part really comes in because like you're not getting the response you want because you're not actually treating women like human beings. You're not interacting with them like they have feelings and or emotions. You're all, Woe is and me. So, right, right. And and then so you get off on the fear and it's like fear is the only thing that you actually are good at inciting in people because you have zero social skills. God, you know, and, and, and so respect, but okay. Well, are we, are we because going, are we going back to the guy that was the creepy dude? I think is we're just we're, we're talking about? about just incels in general. Okay, the incels. Yeah, yeah it was she was okay, talking a, a little bit a little mixed okay. blurs and incels and like if you what, 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 if you're what? able to instill this fear, you're at least getting some reaction mm, okay. because what? what it is then is that you notice me and mm. you never see me before, you never pay any attention to me, but if I can instill this fear in you, you notice me, you know I'm here and you're having a reaction to me. Mm. Right. Or there's passive aggression. I had an issue. I had an incident with a blurred in the library a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, oh, dude, I am not responsible for like your bitterness and your inability to like cope. And he just really didn't like that. I, as a woman, was asking him questions. He didn't want to answer them. He wanted to be vague and passive aggressive. And only reason why, you know what I'm saying, he actually got his shit together a little bit was because there was a woman library uh, employee who was watching the whole interaction and was so interested in what was going on that she actually stopped and felt the need to chime in at some points to actually support me because he was totally, you know, unresponsive and passive aggressive in his response to me. And this is something that I've experienced before, you know, like men who, for whatever reason, are totally, you know, like their the, their passive aggressiveness or their, you know, just onriness to me is totally outsized because of an expectation that they have before I even open my mouth or because I open my mouth and they don't like what's coming out of it. Because there's a lot of men who I find who don't necessarily fall into the blur category, but fall into the, you know, um, the bitch they, made they, category. I'm sorry, huh? I mean, I mean, you know, they, 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 mm-hmm. they're slightly more successful as far as, you know, life and women are concerned, but they, they buy into the same toxic masculine ideology, you know, that like when I talk, you know, they automatically shut down and I don't even like engaging in conversations with those people. And I actually had one not too long ago when I told the dude, I'm not even really interested in talking to you anymore because you're not really having a conversation. And he was like, well, you know, I don't like talking to people like you because, you know, you just want to argue for the sake of arguing. I was like, no, I was like, you just comfortable with your ideas. And I said something that you didn't like and it made you have to think a little bit hard and you didn't like that. So you shut it down. I was like, but I'm not really interested in that. So if you want to have a conversation, and continue to talk to me, but if you want to keep doing what you're doing, then please, you know, waste your breath with somebody else. Oh, that was good that you said that much. Um, oh, but that that made it even worse. Oh, uh, here, here's 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 what I would say. My frustration is, and this this is not in response to anything that either one of you has said, but from reading different articles relating to the whole Donald Glover thing, is honestly, I don't really care who he's impregnating. That's his business. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not. I, I, whatever. I'm saying like it's, it's not Melanate a big deal. the world one egg and sperm cell at a time. Hey, sure. Um, what I will say is, um, having you know read a few of the articles, you know, from multiple perspectives, I've seen like the bitter article and like, okay, I know who this person is by reading this. I know who this person is by reading this on both sides, men and women, mm-hmm. black or otherwise. I've read a lot of different. A lot of them have a tone to them. I would like to say the same thing that we say about black people in general. I would like to say about black nerds. We're not a monolith. We come in many different shapes, sizes, colors, flavors, and interests and perspectives. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, um, I have a lot of different interests. My interests span across music, span across movies and cinema. I like history. I like to be able to learn things and talk about many different things. So, my nerdism comes from being, like curious but at the same time i think there's also levels to that shit like i'm like i'm not like mit nerd i'm not going to sit down and break down the, the atom or no shit like that anytime soon that's not me you know what i'm saying so i think some people like to identify with the term blurred now because it's more acceptable and cool but there's a whole other side of it like you know some years ago where being a nerd necessarily wasn't cool so right. it's just I just think like the 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 way that the stories are approached now and these articles are approached now, I think they're kind of um, 
they lack nuance and context sometimes. So that's kind of my irritation when I read some of the the articles and posts. But that's just my little two cents. Well, who's gonna read five thousand words? I mean, you know, seems though I write that five thousand words every now and then. It's, it's like out of this world that I'll read it sometimes. Just saying. No, I respect that. I just feel like you know, nuance means you gotta be long. So we're not gonna be any longer. We're going to put a, a bow on this. Uh, yeah. So if you're listening and you like what you heard, share it with your friend. Pass it like a blunt. Uh, like our friend is doing. <laughs> Treat it like a video game. A second controller. Ah, um, this is, uh, yeah, you see what I did? I brought yeah. it all back together. All back so together. we're wrapping this episode up. This is T. Rich. Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett the Third. Hey, Savage. And hopefully we'll be back next week. I don't know. Our schedule been on some shit lately, but uh, yeah, we're going to try to work that out Yeah, yeah. so we can record and Christy can get her bread. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right, folks. All right. Peace. Stay blessed. Stay woke. One. Have a good week.